Testing. One, two. Testing. One, two. One, two, three. This, oh, jeez, John. This microphone stinks like a, oof, like an old fucking dirty ass or an old fucking milky tit. Ugh, ooh. One, five. Shut the fuck up. Hey, how you doing? This is Eric from Bayside. Hey, where's the chicken wings at? You forgot to bring them home. Oh, stop that. I know I forgot to get them. Maybe we use the ones from New Year's Eve. Oh, God. I'm so embarrassed, and the game's about to start. You dumbass. You're always forgetting things at the last moment. God damn you. Oh, shut your mouth. God damn you. I'm going to sue you for punitive damages, you bastards. All right, enjoy the game. Hey, Johnny, this is big old badass Bob the Cattle Rustler. You know me, you invented me. I got to tell you something, boy. I was out in my backyard on my riding mower. I got off of some lazy bastard because I had the pushing kind. And I was thinking after I give myself a little ass massage because I got them bubbles, them cellulite bubbles on my ass. I mean, my ass looks like Rodolfo cheese in a plastic bag, if you really want to know the truth. But I had a question for you about a funny little jerky call you made a couple of years back. Did them call on one of the CDs? I don't remember. It's two, three, four, sixty-five, whatever the fucking number. It's called I Smell Bacon, you know, and they call him up, and the lady was talking this and that, retro-casting, and Jack Torres said, Ooh, I smell bacon. Do you smell bacon? No. Click. And I wanted to know what that was all about, the smell of bacon. What, did she have a tracer on the line? Or were the fucking feds sitting by ready to bust your ass? I mean, the guy smelled bacon. As soon as she said he smelled the bacon, the lady said, I gotta go. I can't stick around for this shit. That's for sure. Anyway, Johnny, love the day podcast. It's fantastic. And keep up the good shit. And everybody, keep calling in with your routines and doing the lines and recreating your favorite bullshit jerky boy calls. Otherwise, you know, I'm, I'm going to come in and slap an ear off you, people. Hurry up. Hey, how you doing there, Chief? Is this the Jerky Boys hotline? You see, what it is is my mother, she's old and she's sickly, and I played her your albums and she laughed the balls off for the first time in years. Keep it up there, milky liquor. Yeah, this is Mark from Queen. Damn! That's the best. This is the best, man. Just fucking uh, keep it up by and uh, really appreciate the fucking Jerky Boys movie. I remember watching that shit, being fucking a 10-year-old kid, watching the fucking Jerky Boys movie. My mom didn't know what the fuck we were doing. But, uh... Yeah, man. Really appreciate that shit. And, uh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ah, ah. damn. Hey, Johnny, what's up, man? Matt again from the West Coast. Uh, Matt out in California. Got, what is this, my 449th fucking call? Just means I'm a big fan. Anyway, I love the fact that people are calling in and recreating their favorite bits. And, uh, so far, hands down, man, the guy that called in and did Uncle Freddy to a fucking T playing all the parts was just fucking sensational. Just amazing. So props to whoever that guy was. That was fantastic. I love that. So I figured I'd call and, you know, kind of put my own my, my own two fucking cents into your little piggy bank there. And I thought I'd recreate one of my favorite bits. <clears throat> two hamburgers, one large fry, and a small lemonade. Okay, great. Spicy hot lemmy nipple chops with minty pickled sour sauce. We just want to order some hamburgers. 
Oh, God, you know what? My mother woke me up this morning. She threw a hot pan of grease all over my chest and genitals, and it burned me so bad. And I fell down the stairs, and my shoes fell off. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Because I can't see, damn it, you son of a bitch. L let me speak to your manager. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just a moment. Do you believe this guy? Yeah, Burger Bombs. Give me a fucking order there, tough guy. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that's one of my favorite bits from the Jerky Boys movie, a rarity. Nothing found on any of the albums there, kids. And the best part about it, though, if you really want to get the full comedy out of that bit, uh, run up the movie in your little fucking VHS or DVD. It's even on YouTube. And the, <laughs> the clip of all these fucking voices coming out of Johnny and the goddamn <laughs> the, the fucking order box with the mouth moving up and down is probably what sells it the best. Because <laughs> it looks like this happy-go-lucky fucking kind of clown guy, Bob's Big Boy style. And then the jaw moves up. <laughs> Burger Bob's, give me a fucking order, tough guy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm cracking myself up here. All right, Johnny, I got to go. I'm about to piss myself. Keep everything going. The podcast rocks. <laughs> it's the Jerky Boy Show with Johnny Brennan. Tonight, Johnny's guests include a speed boy, a fruity ass, a honey baby, and one miserable fuck. And now, the man who's still wondering if these cocks will hold us, here's Johnny. All right. Thanks, Jack. Very nice. Very nicely done. Okay. Glad to have everybody back. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Man, what a Super Bowl, huh? Yeah, big congratulations to the New York Giants, Super Bowl champs. And also a big shout out to the uh, the New England Patriots. You know, God knows, man, it takes it takes a hell of a lot to get just to make it to the Super Bowl. But what a great game! What a great game! Some kick ass, man. A lot of fight. The Giants fought till the end, and uh, congratulations, boys! Holy shit, man! You should have seen it at my house. Oh man! Oh, you know, four brothers. You know, one sister. You know, my mother, you know, she's fucking diehard Buffalo Bills fan. Always has been. Always loved Jim Kelly. And uh, I got one brother who's, a, a, believe it or not, a fucking cowboy fan. And uh, my other two brothers are fucking Jet fans. So it's, man, phew, you talk about fucking brawling and throwing shit around and, you know, knocking back a few beers and, holy shit, man, it's a wild fucking house. But I'll tell you what, I'm sure it's not that much different from any of your houses out there. Especially when it comes to Super Bowls or sporting events. Everybody's got a little mind of their own. and They want to, you know, throw around some fists. Like, Jesus, man, you see that soccer game? Jesus, what was it, 78 people killed? Holy shit. You know, that's when you uh, might want to take a look and say, you know, maybe I'm taking this whole fucking soccer thing a little too fucking serious. Yeah, but getting back to, uh, you know, football... You know, NFL, American uh, American sports, uh, and Jim Kelly. It's uh, funny. I got a chance to meet Jim Kelly. One of the nicest guys I ever met. Really, really awesome dude. I was doing some uh, charity thing up in Buffalo years back, and we got a chance to meet. Man, the guy's like a fucking, he's like the side of a barn. Guy's fucking huge. And then when I met him, he says, hey, you know, Johnny, you think I'm big. He's, I think he said he's one of seven boys, and he says, yeah, I'd like you to meet my brother, and he introduced me to his brother, Dan. The guy was fucking bigger than him, but uh, funny, funny, funny shit, yeah, and he, what a great guy, what an awesome dude. He heard me on the radio in Buffalo 
then I met him, and uh, he was nice enough. He gave my mom a, a beautiful jersey, all signed, because he found out that my mom is a you know diehard Jim Kelly fan. So he gave my mom a really cool jersey and stuff. And can't say enough, man. Great guy, a wonderful guy. And you know it's funny, and I'm sure it happens in everybody's home. You know, everybody's talking about their favorites, this, that, and the other thing. And my mom always likes to bring up Jim Kelly, this, that, and you know, and, and just you know, bullshit about Jim Kelly. And my brothers like you know the Jet guys. They're like. Mom, he's not. He's he's been out of the game for years. You know what? You know, and she gets so fucking pissed off. That she, you know, she's like, "Shut the fuck up, or I'll fucking throw the deep fryer on you, motherfuckers." It's all right for when old used guys want to talk and talk about your favorites, but God forbid I should open my mouth. Maybe I'll just go in the other fucking room. It's fucking hilarious, and that's the kind of shit that we hear at the house, man. It's fucking great. That's called top level entertainment, right there. It's fucking sweet. You know, because there's like literally like, you know, five seconds, nine seconds, whatever the hell it was left in the game. And like with just like a play or two left in the game, here's my mom like asking us questions and trying to bullshit with us. And, you know, here I'm the Giant fan and my brother, even my brother's the Jet fans and my brother Jay, the Cowboy fan. They're like, you know, what the fuck? You know, we're, we're focused on the TV and, and we got a couple of seconds left here and you're fucking you're giving us the business with all kinds of shit. And, and you know, the funny thing is we're in her house. You know, we're sitting in, in her living room, so she's, you know, you know, you know, why did you, why did you all just go the fuck home? Just leave me the fuck alone. Do me the favor. Just classic stuff. But you know what? At the end of the day, somehow, you know, we all get through it. We watch the Super Bowl. You know, we all taunt each other, fucking, you know, make each other's lives a little miserable, teasing and whatnot. But we all get through it. We have a good, a good day. Damn it, a nice Super Bowl Sunday. So I hope you all had a nice Super Bowl Sunday, you sons of bitches. All right, now we got we to gotta get on to the, uh, the old uh, Q&A, you know, talk some shit with some of the fans out there. And by the way, up at the front of the show, as you can see, you know, little by little, we, you know, we're throwing on, you know, everybody's got, you know, cool stuff. They're throwing out some of the uh, impressions and impersonations. And I advise you, keep doing that. It's, we get, we're getting a lot of good stuff in. So uh, 718-878. Five six six eight, and uh, you know, spread the word on that. And you know, just like I said, thirty seconds, forty seconds, call in and uh, have some fun doing impressions. You know, Frank, Sal, Jack, you know, Tarbosh, whatever the hell your little heart's content with. Hello, come on, stop now. Take a call from some of the fucking sunbathers. Come on, come on, get wise to yourself, you fuck. Uh, hello. Hi. Hello, hey, who's this? It's Allie from New York. I'm sitting here with my barrel ass and her friend Jimmy. Hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, what's up, Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy. Well, well how come you got, uh, what, what the hell, she said calling you a barrel ass? What happened? <laughs> uh, that's, that's her pet name for me. I just call her a filthy woman. <laughs> uh, how you guys doing? Good, how about you? All right, good, good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> so so well, what's up? What What's on your guys' mind? Well, just to get the uh, corny shit out of the way first, I just got to say, I've, I've been listening to you for probably, I don't know, 15 years now, and no matter what kind of mood I'm in, no matter how many times I listen to it, your, your calls always get me in a better mood, and I think a lot of people probably agree. Thanks, man. I, re I really appreciate that. I, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of cool. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just said I agree, too, so I was kind of there. <laughs> you see, all right. You know, I appreciate that, guys. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably feel the same way. You need something to cheer you up sometimes. Well, you know, either that or a good slap to the fucking nuts, right? That, that works, too. That works, too. That'll work. <laughs> anything, anything that'll get a good chuckle out of you. 
So exactly. So what? How was you guys? Uh, how was you guys' weekend? You check out that game? I did. Fucking Giants won. Woo! Yeah, that was that was something else, huh? It was. It's awesome. A, that was a hell of a game. Nice Giants. Uh, nice Giants win. It was a big deal. So uh, what? Yeah. Any questions? What else is going on? Um, I want to know who's your like favorite character to play or your favorite phone call that you've done. You know what's funny? You get asked that a lot, and and the truth of it is, it's like. It's like they're all like, you know, kids, man, because you, you, you've done so many over the years, you know, so, ma- so many different Sal's or, or Frank Rizzo's or, you know, any of the characters, the Ro- even the obscure, like, the, you know, Rosine, the Puerto Rican transvestite. And, you, oh, know, you, know, you know, I might have only done one or two that made it or are out there on record by Rosine. And yet they're like phenomenal. Like, for, exa- for example, like the synchronized swimmer, you know, and it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? I, we and we talked about that recently on on the podcast before, I believe, like two podcasts ago. That you know, I intended in the studio that that people would. I thought people would automatically know that that was you know, Rosine was trying to talk on the phone and her partner was hitting her with the vibrator, and 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 you don't know how many people wrote me emails and stuff and said, "Oh wow, Johnny, that blows my mind." I thought Rosine was getting a tattoo, so. <laughs> so I, you know no. what I mean? It's pretty funny. I mean, a lot of people have their own, you know. Well, the first couple of times, the first maybe one or two times I heard that call, I didn't, I didn't hear the vibrating in the background. I don't know if I, I was listening in the car or something. I didn't hear it. So about the third or fourth time I heard it, I had it loud enough that I actually heard the vibrating, and it just, of course, made it a hell of a lot funnier. <laughs> right, but did you, did you? Now, how did you take it when you heard it? Did you, did you get it? Oh yeah! Oh, I, as soon as I heard it, I knew what it was. <laughs> Yeah, Especially, see, you know, back on your baby stop. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's Rosine's like, I mean, are your baby? What are you doing? What are you doing? Shit, stop that shit. And I was trying to make it like Rosine was like really like uncomfortable, like asshole, knock it off kind of thing, you know? But <laughs> and, and meanwhile, she's trying to get serious and talk on the phone about synchronized swimming and, and, and her lover is hitting her with the fucking the old vibrator. And the way that you do them too, you can sort of picture in your head what what they're doing at the time. Uh, yeah, hanging out. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. You know, that's what I try to do from day one, and, and and this goes back to way before the Jerky Boys. This goes back to when I was just a kid. You know, my father he got me an old reel to reel out of one, at one of the buildings that we were in in New York City, and when I was just a kid, you know, back in the early seventies, like twelve years old, thirteen years old, I was you know doing all these things with matchbooks and whatnot to cover up tracks and to cover the heads on the tape recorder so that I could just read, go over myself and over myself again and again and create these different scenarios. And even back then, I always wanted people to see this little thing that I was creating with my voice, like making situations and things happen, like, you know, dogs attack people or, or, or you know, my, na- my neighbor, my neighbor, for example, rolling down the hill with his lawnmower because he went on a steep hill and he couldn't control it. And, and I would do all that shit with my voice. And I, I had an idea that I, I wanted people to to see the picture that I was painting with my voice, and then the Jerky Boys, years later, I would do the same thing, and it's so cool to hear you say that you got it. You saw, you know, exactly what I was seeing in my head. And, 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 and a lot of these things are little, tiny little movies that play in your mind. Oh, yeah, and then you got, you got Saul tripping over the dog, you got uh, the synchronized swimming, you got, you know, uh, Jack with the spider monkey. I mean, you actually picture, well, at least I do, picture it all in my head as it's, as it's going on. Yeah, Jack's perfect for that, right? Jack Torres, the gay guy. And he's like with his bubbles. Bubbles, what the fuck are you doing? And he's always yelling at him, get off the fucking couch. You know? Buy a cup of coffee on everybody. Yeah. 
But no, but see, that's 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 what that's what the beauty of it is because most people when they listen to Jerky Boys, they just you know it, it, that, that that's exactly it. These little characters are in scenarios, and you listening or being the listener, you can see the like. For example, you just brought up that's off uh, Jerky Boys three, Sal's Chainsaw Shock. It's one of yeah. my it's one of my all time favorites. Where and I I I, I explain this you know in, in interviews and whatnot that I it took me a while to build that. I actually built that. That that you know the the only real sound the only real sound in there is a base an aluminum baseball bat, and everything else was created around that aluminum baseball bat. And then the whole obviously the whole very long pauses, very long pauses where Saul's on the ground and he's just like, ah, oh, oh, and he just keeps moaning and groaning and moaning, and and it just worked out perfectly. That's amazing. I know you said on uh, one of your podcasts that most people sign their release without a problem and everything. But do they, uh, they usually have a good sense of humor about it when they find out that, that you're pranking them? Yeah, actually, most people, 99% of them have a great sense of humor. Um, and um, it's not, it has nothing to do with the podcast. It had to do with the Jerky Boys CDs. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, everything's you know, wide open. It's a crazy, you know, it's nutty out there today. But back in the day when you had it on physical CD and you were going to burn it onto the CD and the CD was going to be sold... You know, it was a different, a different uh, animal. You know, you had to go get clearances. You had to chase people down. It was, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, we got clearances. I made plenty of donations, like, to charities, favorite charities. And that particular cut, that woman, all she wanted was a chainsaw. And so <laughs> that, that was, believe it or not, that was the clearance for that call. She was calling about a chainsaw. And to get to get the clearance for that chainsaw, and I even offered to buy her a Husqvarna or a still, you know, a steel, you know, the really the really expensive chainsaws. And she says, no, 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 I just want that Sears model. That's that's the one I want. And so she, I, she got her Sears model chainsaw, and that was the clearance. Well, she wanted. I I remember you saying in because uh, I listened to most of the podcast, you were saying like the uh, the piano tuning guy was really hard to get to, to sign a release. I guess he didn't really uh, find it funny. Hi, this is me, Eric the Buttnut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he was a little pissed off. I called him a buttnut. But yeah, no, you know, it, we had to pay him a couple of bucks because he came out of the woodwork. And but now you're talking, you're talking thirty, almost thirty years ago. But oh, uh, wow. classic, classic shit, man. Jimmy calls me a buttnut all the time. I do, I do. <laughs> what happened? I said Jimmy calls me a buttnut all the time. What's up there, you buttnut? <laughs> Well, that's that's one of the best things, especially. I mean, there's so many uh, quotable things that you you end up using in your everyday life. You don't even realize all that you're quoting. <laughs> yeah, you know what? People all over the freaking planet, man, if they can speak English, you got to see how many people send me emails and tell me, like, for example, up in uh, like some freaking like top shelf uh, executive office down on Wall Street. Everybody <laughs> up, you got to see everybody up in the office. All we do is send each, each other email all day and we fucking phone calls. Hey, what's up there, you fucking milky liquor? And they'll shoot, <laughs> you know, Frank Rizzo shit or all day long with Sal Rosenberg shit back and forth all day. And that, that's a great compliment, man. You know what? Because th that works its way into everybody's life and it just makes everybody have a little bit more of a fun fucking day when you can do these Frank Rizzo and so I mean let's face it it's funny shit oh, yeah. hey listen hey listen if I don't if I don't toot my own fucking horn who the fuck's gonna toot it for me right I'll toot your horn <laughs> yeah she wants to toot up like her little turtle so. yeah. <laughs> where, that, where, where are you guys right now in a car <laughs> we're, in, uh, we're in New York we're in the uh, suburbs of oh, Manhattan you're in, a, you're in a car it's like you're in a van down by the river yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, us. Feel, each, feel each other up like little fucking turtles. <laughs> She's only interested in Saul. Yeah, I have a major crush on Saul. 
yeah, bad. He's a he's a he's a really he's a little creepy fuck that Sal. He's a looker. I don't know what you're talking about. I have a picture of him at that time. <laughs> that Frank is a mean bastard. I hate you, Frank. You fuck. <laughs> Go on, you little prick. Oh man. Do you have to like uh do you use like different characters now? Do people recognize them too much if you do any calls now? Yeah, you know what the cool thing is? I got so many characters that, you know, the Jerky Boys, you have to remember, I was using the stable characters because they were they were like the bread and butter. Like, you, you say Frank, and, and it's so funny that when I release characters that I've never really had on albums before, people go absolutely nuts for the new ones, the new characters. You know, yeah. like, when I released Big Old Badass Bob, people went fucking, <laughs> they went berserk for that character. And, uh, and And you know why? Because it's something fresh. It's like brand new. It's like... You know, one minute you're listening to Sal, Frank, you know, Tarbush, you got, you know, and then I came out with Mike Daruki. People went nuts for that character. You know that, oh. that wacky Mike? <laughs> He's out of his fucking mind. But, and it's, you know, like the Mexican character. Don't forget, I was doing Mexican characters and gay characters 30 years ago. You know, you, you know, yeah. th- and think about it. It's funny now how, how the world, the world has turned today. It's like, the, like the hottest, hippest thing now is everything on TV being as gay as it can be. Yeah, that's really true. You know, and when uh, when I was doing gay stuff, it was like, oh man, pushed under the rug. We was like, holy shit, you know, you got to watch out with that stuff. Now Jack would probably have his own reality show. Think about it, Jack Torres. He was he was a man. You know, he was a long ways before that. What's that? That Tom or Tim Gunn, whatever his name is. Jack Torres was a fashion designer, as a haircutter, and all that shit thirty years ago. And a model, a model. And, and he was he was yeah he was a model, and he was on top of it. On above all else, he was a real fucking bitch. <laughs> you know, Jack Jack Torres could do it all. Now, do you ever try to do any of the, the old characters to see if anyone like picks up on it, or is it just too many people know about it? You can't really. No, get away no. With it? Listen, man. There's plenty of victims out there. Trust me. There's plenty of people who still get. <laughs> you know, there's. You, I know. You know how many people are out there? You know, come on. There's millions and millions of people out there. And but again, like I said, it's nice to you know start to introduce these new characters, like a lot of Irish dudes and and just you know real heavy brogues on them. And there's gonna be a bunch of new characters being introduced in the next you know few months. That's very exciting. Yeah. yeah they are. Keep, keep in mind too. Uh, I just did a big article for Maxim magazine and uh, said that you know in um. I'd say, you know, I'd say late summer going into fall, I'm definitely going to put out a brand new Jerky Boys for the first time in over 15 years, an actual real Jerky Boys old style CD. Oh, wow. I'm yeah. getting it. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, like, like I said, I haven't really recorded a call. It's got to be over 15 years now. And I'm talking about an actual sit down to make a Jerky Boys record phone call. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there's a lot of people who would still get it. Oh, you don't know the emails. You don't. You couldn't even imagine how I get bombarded. And I was just going through a lot of it on my Skype and on this stuff. Now people getting like berserk. That dude, you gotta make a new CD. You gotta, you gotta come out with a new CD. So yeah, you definitely have to. <laughs> I need more. <laughs> well, it's gonna. It's like I said. It's gonna be. Now I don't know the format yet. I don't know how, you know, because CDs, the actual physical CD, that's kind of the way of the dinosaur. But um, so we'll see what happens. If, if it's going to be uh, uh, at the jerkyboys.com website or it's going to be through iTunes, I, I don't know exactly how it's going to happen yet, but I'm definitely going to put a new, brand new record together. That'll definitely be great. Yeah, man. So you guys, uh, you have any other questions or like a favorite routine of each? Each of you, have got, I'm sure you have a favorite routine, right? <laughs> I'll let Ali, I never already know what Ali is. One of my favorite calls, uh, Sal's wild, wild bird seed. Sal's <laughs> wild bird seed. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a killer, man. That's awesome. So I'll get that up for up for you, Allie and uh, Jim. Uh, 
it's, yeah, well, it's really hard to pick one, but uh, I guess actually, you know what? Probably also saw the uh, the Food and Drug Administration one. <laughs> the Food and Drug Administration? Yeah, where he calls the uh, Food and Drug Administration, asking to have Howard Stern's show taken off the air. Oh yeah, okay, I remember that one. Yep, yep. That I'll, so I'll get them. I'll I'll get those two up for you. Thank you. Oh, no problem. So I'll get the Wild Bird seat up and the Food and Drug Administration. Sounds good. <laughs> hey, listen, I, th- I thank you guys for calling in. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks for, you know, everything you do. You really make a lot of people laugh. Hey, yeah. I pr- go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, she was just agreeing with you. Yeah, I was agreeing. <laughs> thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. All right. Come on. Listen, you guys have a good night and, uh, you know, don't get a little too cute with each other. <laughs> I'll try not to. Uh, she's waiting uh, for talk. All right. I'll s- <laughs> see you later, guys. All right, bye. All right. Nice, nice. Allie and Jimmy, you know, parked in a van down by the river. Two little lovebirds, you know, out there, you know, feeling up the old little turtles. I don't, uh, not very nice. A little sneaky if you ask me. Maybe. But good people, goddammit, good human beings. And that's not for you to say. But what a nice call. What a wonderful call in. Beautiful people. So let's see if we, uh, we'll get to Allie's first. She, Allie seems to love the, uh, the old Sal Rosenberg there. The, uh, wild bird feed. That fucking nutty Sal feeding his, uh, his fucking crazy birds. They get a little too wild. All right, let me, let me get it up here for you. Okay, folks, enjoy wild bird feed. Hello? Yeah. Hi. Hi, ma'am. Hello? Yes. Hi. Uh, yes, I'm looking to buy bird feed. Okay. Do you have bird feed? Yes. What sort of bird feed do you have? What are you looking for? Well, I want to I want to feed those little swallops or swallops. What are they? They fly all about with the like the hummingbirds. They stand all in one spot there while they rip rip the the things out of the little uh, hanging thing. Okay, so you want to feed wild bird feed? Yes, but I don't want to give them seeds and bird feeds that's going to make them attack anybody near my home. Because as it is right now, the birds that I have, they attack my dogs and my horses. Okay, well, I don't know what kind of feed those little birds... They swoop down. They swoop and they they bite and nip my horse in his face. And they bit my horse's teeth and his face right out. Okay. They're bad birds. I think they're like crows or something. Oh, gosh. Yes, um, they're, they're awful, nasty, awful things. And they go, whoop, like, whoop down like that. They go, They swing down like that. And they go, gark, And they scare my horsey. And then my horsey, when he got scared, he booted me across the barn because he was angry with the birds. I see. So all I need is some seed. Well, we sell wild bird feed. Hi. Hi. Ma'am? Oh, yes. Yes. I need bird seeds. The bird feed we sell is wild bird feed. No, oh, but that's what I'm saying. You're, you see, you're selling me wild bird seeds, and that's going to make these birds crazy. They, they're already wild enough. I don't need them any more crazy. Please. Please. Well, it's, well, what do you want? I don't want the birds nasty and wild. I want regular bird seeds, not wild ones. Scratch? Pardon me? Bird feed. We have a, a feed called scratch. Oh, I fed that to my chickens, and then they're up in the morning going cock-a-doodle-doo, cock-a-doodle-doo, in my window. And I don't need that, but I don't need scratch. 
Okay, we... Can my horses eat my bird feed without getting sick? Is that possible? Because I notice sometimes it'll grow grass. My horses won't get sick, will they? They shouldn't. Right, because one time I left my shoes in the mud. I had mud, and the horses ate my shoes, and they were very sick. Very sick. Well, the only other feed we have is we have um, cockatiel feed, and that's it. You probably need to call a pet shop. Uh, if, you can, if I come in, will you sell me one of the cockatiels then? If you want, sure. And, and they say, hi, mister, how are you? Hello? I don't know. I, I have no idea. But you don't train them over there, or no? We sell the cockatiel feed. Oh, you don't sell the birds, the actual birds. No. One time I had one that was trained like that, could say, hello, sir, thank you very much. Did you have a very good day? Thank you. I'm sorry. I must be, okay, I must be taking up too much time. I'll just, I'll stop by and buy some of that, that feed. Okay. All right, dear. Bye. Thank you, honey. Okay, bye-bye. All right, now you see? You see what I was telling you, Allie? When you're trying to torment these birds... And I'm sure on your property you do the same thing. You try to torment them and you bring them in and you, you tease them and you swing at them with the broom and whatnot. And this is what Sal was trying to explain. You know, you can't be doing that. And, you know, from what you were saying, you know, that you're feeding wild bird feed, I think you better rethink your situation, Ellie. I re I'm very disappointed in you. But the, as you can see, it's not the way to go. That's how you scare the shit out of the fucking birds, the horses, the whole nine yards. But now let's get to Jimmy. Jimmy wanted the old uh, food and drug, the old food and drug complaint, you know, getting Howard Stern off the air. Uh, so uh, here's another Sal classic, you know. Uh, let's get, uh, you know, food and drug complaints here. Get Howard Stern. Let's tear him off the air. You got it, punk. All right, here we go. Director's office. Hello. Yes. Hi. Hi. Hello. Yes. I was wondering if you could pull Howard Stern's show off the air, please. This is the Food and Drug Administration. But that's what I always heard, that you you can control things. Well, not when it comes to radio. We can control food and drugs and cosmetics and blood. But the FDA has nothing to do. You'd have to call... But Howard, he says bad, awful things on the airwaves... Yes, he does. And he says them about me and my family, and I find it very abusive. You have to call the radio... Sir, sir, please help me with this. I, I have no control. This is the Food he, and Drug Administration. He said he was going to go fishing with me, and he whipped me with the rods. And that he hurt me in more awful ways. He stuffed a, a handful of worms in my face, and he made me eat worms, and he beat me so unmerciful with the rod I had stitches about my face. And, and I think he should be pulled from the air. Well, you should, you should call the station. Wait, that, I, I've done that, and we've had several outings, and it always winds up in a bad, festering argument. And, and Howard and I roll down the hill, wind up pulling each other's hair out and slapping each other silly. And... Uh, I have no control. This is the Food and Drug Administration. Ma'am, you're, you're not being helpful, ma'am. We can't do anything about it. This well, it says... Call the radio station. Well, what's wrong with you can't help me with all this, uh, this hurtfulness? Well, this is the Food and Drug Administration. I can't help you with that. But why? 
Because he belongs to the radio station. Well, it's the same basic principle. What? what? No, not at all. Why not, ma'am? Because we handle food and drug and cosmetics. Well, I'm sure you could swing a little bit more to the left there and handle radio as well. No, uh, food and drug does not do that. He, they're not allowed to touch anything about the radio. So you're saying that this man could get away with anything he oh, basically wants? Station. He beats Robin and all the other workers over there, and he can just get away with those things? No. He's a bad, awful man. Tell the station. You're being very, very hurtful at me, ma'am. I can't do anything, ma'am. You have to call the... But you're hurting my feelings. I am only a secretary here. I cannot do anything about... But you see how evil and vicious you're being towards me. I can't uh... do anything about it. <laughs> All right, there you go, Jimmy. That one's for you, smart mouth. You're lucky you don't get it slapped in either. You know, the old Howard Stern, you know, whipping me, whipping me with the old fishing rod, giving me stitches. But, uh, yeah, that was that's another that's another classic, man. That goes way back. I hope you guys, you know, enjoyed the show, man. And, uh, you know, what a what a crazy weekend. Busy as hell trying to, you know, cram all this stuff in. But um, anyway, listen, don't forget. <clears throat> check out uh, uh, Twitter, you know, at Jerky Boys Johnny Facebook slash. Jerky Boys Johnny. And don't forget, you know, it's talked about in the podcast and everything like that. Check out the jerkyboys.com. You know, you get what you know, whatever the hell we're talking about here, you can get it there. And uh, you know, personalized and um it's all good. It's all good. So uh can't wait, you know, get the next show up next week and all you guys tune in and uh we'll have a blast, you fucking milky lickers. Excuse me. Hi. What? What? Hello? No. Oh, oh, son of a bitch.